All right, welcome into the Money Line Season Four, Episode Five. We are preparing for the fourth week of the college football season, the third week of the NFL year. Uh, Trevor, I would say rough week all around for the for the two of us. Uh, Vikings lose on a last second field goal. Chiefs lose on a punched out fumble as they were going down to kick a field goal to win the game. Dude, that's um, what. Okay, yeah. How are you blaming me for that loss? Well, you were you were, and this is a a, a point of contention. You've been a huge mush on my side for like the last week, and basically, so for people who don't know, there's a group chat that both I and Trevor are in. Uh, involved I'm the founder, in, no big deal. Yes, Trevor's the founder of it. And um, picks are shared in there pretty frequently. My problem with you, Trevor, is that you routinely <laughs> like to count bets as wins before they've concluded. <laughs> and the last three times you've done it, when I've been on a bet, we have immediately had bad things happen. No, here's what happened, though. Here's what happened. I didn't wasn't counting it as a win. I live bet the Chiefs. When I put that in there. And I said, that's a mush. How? <laughs> because you were so confident in it that you just completely ruined it for us. I mean, dude, the Chiefs should have won. Yeah, they should have. I would say good. Like, that was a system play for you. Like, your system tells you Chiefs down late, need a score from Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. I'm the Chiefs. My first, the biggest, my first $1,000 bet was when the Chiefs were down 14-0 to the Raiders, and I put my balls all over Bovada's face, hammered Chiefs. Next thing you know, you got three grand in the account. You're going crazy. And I think this was a classic case of good process, the process being you see the Chiefs at plus money, just like, hey, just like, just like I had with Djokovic and Medvedev, and I had Djokovic against Zverev, in the U S open a couple weeks ago, it's like, you see the chiefs at plus money. You see the, uh, you see Djokovic at plus money. You're going to hammer it. And then it was good process, bad results. So I'm not going to blame you in that scenario. I will blame you for UCF on Friday night, texting nights, 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 all caps. And then immediately like, like, it was a pick six to lose the game. Yeah, dude. They, I was watching the game. They get the interception. And I'm immediately in the group chat. Let's go Knights. <laughs> the next play. Next play, pick six. <laughs> I was, I was, I was livid. That was the, that was the first one that put me on tilt for the weekend. And then something happened on Saturday. The Chiefs won on Sunday. Um, it's been a contentious weekend, but that's what happens when I go, I think five, eight, and one. I think you went two and nine. So Show picks have been rough. I'm 17, 17, and one through the first four episodes, and that's coming off of a three and zero start. You're 12, 22, and two. So we've really, really got to. We actually might be the worst gambling show on the internet. I think the thing is, you got to be either really good or really bad. And if you're really bad, people can fade us. But games guaranteed two and two. We lost because the Falcons decided to score a bunch of points. Um, Leafs lock is also now two and two because you got to win. You got Packers lions over on Monday night. I didn't, yeah, I didn't remember taking that, but thank God I did <laughs> <laughs> big win for Aaron Rodgers and them. 
my parlay of the week lost this past week. Um, just a bunch of stupid, stupid stuff going on. Uh, died on Friday night. It died on Friday night with that pick six from UCF. Mm. Uh, we're one and two. We're down 0.84 units. I'm bringing out two parlays this week. I've got one for college football. I got one. Two? For yes. Two parlays. Oh my God. And your O and three minus three units on the parlay of the week. You gotta, you gotta hit one at some point. Yeah. You know, I'm bringing like plus thousand odds again this week. <laughs> of course. <laughs> um, taco bets. We went one and one. I couldn't remember. I. It was an upset too. Like I had the dog. Oh, it was uh, Charlotte, Georgia state. Oh, Oh, yeah, I was big on Georgia State last week. Yeah, exactly. Um, Just like another one of your little uh, – one of the support the troops games, big on, big-time investments. All right, we'll get to that later. Um, I had Penn State. You had Auburn in a taco bet, so we kind of evened out. We're still – I'm still up one taco at the moment. Um, so – Real quick, real quick. Did, would you say that Bo Nix rose to the occasion? I mean, he threw for 170 yards, no touchdowns, no picks, had one ball that should have been intercepted, intercepted. He had another ball that was tipped, should have been a pick six, but the guy just couldn't catch the ball. Yeah. Dude, Tank Bigsby's a beast, so. And I love Jahan Dotson, and, and I love what Penn State has done so far this year. Um, I liked what I saw from our man, Bo. Well, we can we can talk about what we've seen from the NFL before we start previewing this week's big games. Um, but what we've seen from the college football world of last week, Alabama got pushed by Florida. You were correct on Florida plus money. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. I know. I tried to tell everyone those those Gators are going to give them a game. Were you scared at down 21-3? No. I told you last week I'm not scared of anything. <laughs> What did you think of the two-point conversion play? Oh, I know my God. Oh, oh, you mushed that one. One of the worst. One, yeah, I did. I did. I did. One of the worst two-point conversion plays I've ever seen a team run. Like, they both – there was four hands on that football until one of them was tackled. Yeah. It was terrible. It was terrible. And the only excuse for it is that Florida was mushed by you. I mean, some would say that. Others would say, like, the play calling was just pretty brutal on that play. Others would um, say the kicker needed to just make his extra point earlier in the game. Dude, I would have done, like, a little RPO, not whatever bullshit. They were they were trying to do, like, a two-man run. I think that the running back just never let go of the ball. That or the quarterback didn't let go of the ball. Like, it was one or the other. Like, they both – Ooh, they both just hood, held on to it. Yeah, I don't I don't I was livid when that happened. Um UCLA got upset by Fresno State. Arizona State went on the road and looked like crap against BYU. Anything else stand out to you? Yeah, the Pac-12 sucks. We suck. Washington Utah, dude, Utah's terrible. Yeah, And their quarterback just quit the team because he got benched because he was playing like shit. Dude, yeah, the Pac-12 looked terrible last week. ASU, that was so disappointing. Um, had a lot of money on ASU. 
Yeah, I don't know. I'm just pissed off right now. All right. Well, I'm we'll like, put, I've just sucked. I've just sucked. There's a lot of weeks left to get hot. That's true. That's we're actually looking forward to that. We um, need these White Sox to win five more games, though. In how many days? 11 games. <laughs> yeah. Five of the next 11. They won. They, they have a doubleheader today. They were winning 7 0 on like the first inning. So we should be able to mark this one down as a win. Yep, they're winning 7 2. And then they'll play again tonight. We got to have them both. Get both of them, get down to three of the last nine. Um, what was I? I mean, okay. So I will say this still searching the card. Might have to get 21 plays for Saturday. Yeah, I might just have to play the entire board. I mean, because if you do that, you're guaranteed to win at least a few games. I'm I'm thinking some birthday luck is headed my way. That's true. That's true. Could so, be. But then again, like, what? I, I'm saying could I could be getting hot headed into this weekend. Yeah, but I did just watch Miller have his birthday, and like that's some of the worst luck I've ever seen in my life. Well, that put me on a downer mood. <laughs> hey, I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking from past experience here. Well, one of the best ways to start a Saturday morning is going to be the Jack Cone revenge game against Graham Mertz, the Spider-Man meme of quarterback battles, Jack Cone, Graham Mertz, Notre Dame, Wisconsin. Are you surprised at all? Notre Dame's six and a half point underdog, the over under 45. I think that's on par with what people would have expected, but Notre Dame opened as six, a five and a half point underdog. It's now six and a half. Does that like shock you? No, Notre Dame's real bad. I got Wisconsin here. I'm going to take Wisconsin minus, I think it's minus six on FanDuel right now. Um, so that's what I got them locked in for. Okay. So yeah. 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 Okay. I've no, I have no faith in Notre Dame. I mean, the only thing is the game's being played in Chi Town, right? Soldier Field. Soldier Field. It's going to be a dominant Notre Dame crowd, but you know, I got faith in Big Red to travel. So yeah, give me the give me the Badgers minus six. That over under. Mm, I don't know. Not touching it. It's a perfectly neutral site game in the sense that Wisconsin to Chicago and South Bend to Chicago are both pretty doable. Yeah. Um, the thing that stands out to me, the last 11 times that Notre Dame has gone away from South Bend and been an underdog, whether like this is technically, I believe a Notre Dame home game because it is, the like shamrock series or whatever. Um, but the last 11 times that they've not been in South Bend and they've been an underdog, they've lost outright. So even if you're not willing to lay the six points with Wisconsin, as you are doing Wisconsin money line might be fair. What is it at the moment? It is. It's like minus two thirty-five. Yeah, correct. So is that actually what it is? Yeah. Minus two thirty-five. God, I'm good. Um, yeah, Wisconsin's minus six and a half on Bovada. That's minus 105 odds, though. So minus six might be minus 110. Um, we'll see. The other stats and notes, too, that I accumulated, found, and think are interesting. Notre Dame, four and one straight up, last five games against a Big Ten team. Does that stand out to you? 
Uh, no, yes and no, but no, because this Notre Dame team is not what it was in the past. The I recent, that. recent pass. And then the other thing to think about, you said you're staying away from the total of 45 in this game. Uh, it has gone, the total has gone under in six of the last seven Wisconsin games, six of the last seven when Wisconsin has been the favorite, which means they've been the favorite very recently. Um, and then the other thing is that Wisconsin is has only scored on 50% of red zone trips, which is 128th out of 130 FBS teams. So makes me think you you avoid a couple picks in the red zone. You avoid a couple fumbles in the red zone like they had against Penn State. They got a field goal blocked in the red zone. I mean, this is two former, I mean, former Wisconsin quarterback going up against soon to be former Wisconsin quarterback because we got to get this guy out of here. <laughs> You're kicking Graham Mertz out of, out of Madison. I am dude. He's got to get out. It's time to find a replacement. Um, yeah, but like, like I can see Mertz just going out there and laying an egg, dude, just Wisconsin probably going to look so flat knowing me, but I'm still riding the Badgers. That's why I'm avoiding this one. If I was going to get on a pick, I would take the under. Yeah, I have no faith in either quarterback because either quarterback is either going to go out there and suck or one is just going to put on a show. No, you know what? Screw it. I'm taking under 45. Under 45. Okay. Wake up. Wake up on Saturday with a punt fest. Um, so that's the way it'll go. Number 12, Notre Dame. Number 18, Wisconsin. I do think Wisconsin wins the game. I don't know if they cover, though. Oh, dude, I'm very confident that they win this game. The second big game. There's Pretty only- much that game is going to be like in every parlay that like I put together. Wisconsin money line. Bad idea. It is a bad idea because that's going to be the one that will cost me everything. Yeah, don't tie everything to one game. Have to. I like it so much. I hate that for you. <laughs> um, there's only two games between ranked opponents this week. There's a bunch of games that involve ranked teams going on the road, um, and some of which ranked teams going on the road and actually being underdogs. Uh, shout out K-State. The number seven Texas A&M Aggies, minus four and a half. It opened at minus five and a half. At Arkansas, the over-under is 47. Last night, I was talking to Peyton about this game. He said he thinks it it reeks of like a 27-20 A&M win, which would be right on the total. He said this without knowing what the over-under was. It would be right on the total, and A&M would cover. But Arkansas is 11-3 and against the spread when Sam Pittman is an underdog. And they've been an underdog a lot. Yeah, give me Arkansas. Give me their money line. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Give me their money line. We're feeling a little frisky here. Go Hogs. I don't know. What do they say? Like, gig them, Hogs? Uh, they say, uh, big yeah. suey. Gig them oh, yeah. is Texas A&M. <laughs> Trevor. Dude, yeah, like, I'm all over the place right here. Arkansas plus four and a half. Arkansas money line plus 165. I don't care about this over under. I don't know anything really about either of these two teams. I know AM pretty much playing on a backup quarterback all year. Correct. Dude, yeah. Rest in peace, dude. That kid, their starter had a sick name. Um, Haynes King. Haynes King. King. 
Wonder name. Uh, yeah. Arkansas. Swoop diggity to dog. Go Hogs. <laughs> I I think Zach Calzada looked a lot better in week two uh, of his his second um, extended period of gameplay for A and M. Won thirty four to nothing against New Mexico. A and M five and one against the spread in their last six games. Arkansas has lost nine straight matchups with A and M dating back to two thousand eleven. So Trevor would be the first time in a decade. But you know what? Would have been the first time in a decade that BYU beat Utah, and that happened. So, hey, listen here. These pigs are different this year. And the Cougars were different this year, and they beat the Utes. Or some, would, some would argue that the Utes were different and just a little worse. No, the Utes are terrible, man. That's why they made Leafs lock this week. Oh, okay. A little preview of that later. You like that foreshadowing? Yeah, I do. Uh, I will also be taking the under. 47. Really? Correct. I like what these defenses can do. I like the fact that both teams run the ball pretty frequently. I think the clock is going to be rolling a lot in this game. Yeah, I got to give a shout out quick to my Gophers for like 31-0 last week. That was so sick. Very, very dominant performance from PJ Fleck and the boys. Yeah, from Minnesota. They looked good. They looked very good. I would say Colorado sucks. Well, yeah, terrible. But and again, how does this AM team only put up like, what was it, 10 points? 10 points against Colorado. That's ridiculous. Road game, Colorado's defense is better than its offense. I think that I think that what we learned from Minnesota against Colorado is that your defense can be good, but the longer it goes on, knowing that your offense has no hope of scoring, the more likely it is to kind of just roll over and give up at a certain point. Yeah, that's facts. So does that continue this week when Colorado comes to play ASU on Saturday night? I'm not sure. Does that continue at, at all for AM if if their offense doesn't look very good? I mean, they scored 34 points last week against New Mexico. I don't know. Like, I think that I think it's gonna be a low scoring game uh at Jerry World. The total has gone under in four of the last five AM games and five straight games in September. And last I checked, this game will be played in September for as much as that matters. Um, so I will take the under 47. You are on Arkansas plus four and a half Arkansas money line. Both games I'm rooting for low scoring slogs. You are rooting for outright victories for Arkansas and Wisconsin. Um, going to the NFL, week three in the NFL, we will talk about the big games, but I wanted to get a little bit more thoughts on last week in the NFL because in specific, I know you're going to be in on the Vikings Seahawks game this week. And based on what we saw with the Seahawks last week against the Titans, based on what we saw with the Cardinals who common opponent played the Titans, how that kind of comes into play and all of that. Uh, I wonder if you are, after Monday night with the Packers, if they've kind of settled on, are you, are you overreacting to week one? Do you think that you're overreacting to week two of like, are they back? What are you looking for in week three? How, is, how, is who back? Is who back? Aaron Rodgers. Dude, Aaron Rodgers never left. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers never left. I don't give a shit about the Packers Saints week one. That's not going to matter here in 15 weeks. I agree. 
the Packers are going to be just fine. Hate to say it. Hate to say it. Trust me. It's the last thing I want to say. Last thing I want to do is talk about the Packers. But here we are talking about the Packers. And listen, the Packers are going to be just fine. If you are uh, going on the record of three things, you know, we said the first two weeks of college football, the first two weeks of the NFL, scouting report weeks. We might not bet as much. And then we kind of take some notes, realize what we think about teams. And then we have some more fortified opinions. If you have to go to Trevor Leaf's notebook and say 0.1, 0.2, 0.3, what has stood out to you with the NFL so far? 0.1, the Bengals are going to be playing some close games this year. That It wasn't all that good necessarily against the Bears. But you know what? They kept the game close. They did come back like three. It was like three straight interceptions from Burrow at one point. Three straight pass plays. Yeah. Listen, that old line needs to be fixed up, and that team will be looking a lot more decent. Um, that'd be my number one thing. Let's alternate because I don't have a second and a third thing yet. Okay, so my second thing would be that Tampa Bay seems like they're just going to score 30-plus every week. I don't know how you're stopping their offense. And because of that, they're going to play a lot of teams that are just going to be throwing the ball so frequently that even though their defense is good, their defense is probably going to give up a lot of points this year. So yeah. it, feels like ten, it feels like Tampa Bay is an over team this year. No, I like that. I like that. Um, I think it's going to be interesting to see how Vegas reacts to the Raiders. Yes, because they're minus four and a half this week. I know the Dolphins don't have Tua, but I honestly kind of like the Dolphins. Well, it depends on where the game is, actually. In Vegas. It's in Vegas. I don't know. I'll probably go Raiders. But, yeah, the Raiders have been a good team to watch this year. The offense for them has been really explosive. And some of that, I think, is that the Ravens – loved to play cover zero and just like blitz the crap out of them. Yeah. And Derek Carr had the answers, but, and then some of it with the Steelers is Joe Hayden wasn't playing. TJ Watt wasn't playing. Both of them were hurt. Just a lot of injuries across the board. So maybe Pittsburgh's defense didn't have the same bite it had against Buffalo, but two and O first place in the AFC West so far, Teddy Bridgewater two and O like, Teddy two gloves a goat, man. He loves to cover. They they haven't had like the toughest schedule. They have Giants and Jags. Yeah, kind of cakewalks. And then yeah, you get the Jets this week. Like they're setting up the Broncos for some success over there at the league office. Yeah, they wanted to get them off and running pretty early. Uh my other point would be. I think the Rams, I'm not completely in on them quite yet. What? Like I love Cooper Cup and the Rams. They beat the Bears. Yeah. Not that impressive. Like the Bears are not that impressive to beat. No. Do you agree? No. And then they play the Colts and they get up early and they just let the Colts hang around the whole time. And the Colts had some chances to win that game. Couldn't get it done. But like that's true. It was it was pretty it was getting close, yeah. I think this weekend, I think Tampa Bay beats LA, and I think it's kind of a wake up for like the the oh, let's proclaim the Rams 
sending him to the Super Bowl already. I'm actually going to disagree with you there. I'm going to say Rams take this one. I think this is like a Matthew Stafford, like, holy shit, thank God we got this guy type of game. Okay. Like, so let's talk, like let's a type of game, the type of game you definitely can't win with Jared Goff as your quarterback. I would agree with that. Although, so, I, think, yeah. I think the Rams beat Tampa Bay last year on Monday Night Football in Tampa Bay with Jared Goff. Well, I, we don't need to talk about that. Um, all right. Well, let's talk about that game right now because we've got three games. We've got the Chargers and the Chiefs. We've got Buccaneers, Rams, Packers, 49ers. I think those are the three big ones this week. If you want to, we can also get into Monday Night Football with the Eagles and Cowboys. I think that one's two one-on-one teams, but I think two interesting one-on-one teams. Yeah, every game in that division matters. The NFC beast. Absolutely. Um, so Buccaneers are minus one at the moment. Am I correct on that? Yeah. Yes. Oh, minus one and a half actually is what Pavada has it. The over/under is at fifty-six. Um, it opened at fifty-four and a half. What? Dude, you're two days away from so much like free money from all these sports books. Correct. You gotta help. You gotta How electric? Help. How electric? You gotta let me know what what promotions to be using. I mean, yeah, just literally download every app. They all have a promotion tab. You can just look through them. So, ten passing touchdowns in the first two weeks for Tom Brady. Four of those have gone to Gronkowski. Tampa Bay, I just said, scoring so many points. Two pick, two pick sixes last week. They have scored 39 points per game through the first two weeks. They're four and one against the spread in their last five. They've won 10 straight games dating back to the end of last year's regular season. But you're going with the Rams. I'm going with the Rams. Yes. Um, money line. And, and yeah. Money line plus one and a half. And I'm going to take the over two just because I have a feeling this will be a top five game in the NFL this season. I think this is just going to be electric. SoFi Stadium, electric, that turf, electric. Yeah, I think we got a high-scoring game, even though we got two great defenses. Yeah, I completely agree. I think that McVay and Brady, I'm just going to say Brady. Byron Leftwich has had a lot of success with him, but I think it feels almost a little bit like Peyton Manning with Adam Gase in the sense that we haven't quite seen – left which like do it on his own um i think both of those guys are going to score a bunch and still i like the bucks minus one and a half no ab this week so you know what if the bucks win i'm going to say it right now huge scotty miller week Ooh, ooh is right <laughs> anytime touchdown score you got any odds on that not in front of me, but I'm checking. Lord, I'm checking at the moment. Like plus eleven hundred, give it to me like that. I am checking. Anytime. Dude, I was a Dalvin Cook touchdown away from hitting a just beast same game parlay. Hmm. Uh, I couldn't find anything. All right, let's talk about the Chargers and the Chiefs. So to recap, you're taking plus right- three fifty. Huh. I hate that. It doesn't seem like it's high enough. Cooper Cup minus 141. I mean, Cooper Cup. 
I would not take that just because he already has like four touchdowns. Matthew Stafford spread that wealth. So to recap, you're taking Rams money line in the over. I'm taking Bucks minus one and a half in the over. Yeah. Yeah. All right. The so that game is being played in the afternoon window. In the morning, early afternoon window, we will go to Chargers plus six and a half at Kansas City. The over under 55 and a half. That's three straight games if you're counting at home, in which the Chiefs over under has sat at 55. Uh, it's hit both times. Um, Chiefs first September loss of the Mahomes era, first interception that frustrated me so much, like stupid things like that. Like the interception that he threw on Sunday night was so pointless and it ruined that perfect September streak of his career. Um, yeah, I know it sucks to see that go, but very frustrating. Um, tough loss for the chiefs against the Ravens, tough loss for the chargers against the Cowboys. If you're, Betting on teams to bounce back, which one are you more confident in? I mean, obviously the Chiefs, like they're the Chiefs. I'm a lot more confident in them to bounce back from that's a tough loss, too. Like, honestly, I texted everyone, like, get Clyde Edwards out of there. I never want to see that kid dude's face again. Um, he's the one that lost us the game. I mean, let's be let's be blunt about it. But I'm I'm gonna take the Chargers six and a half here. Okay. What about them has stood out to you so far this year? Yeah, just Herbert's a beast. I mean, they very easily could have also won that Cowboy game. They look good in Washington. Defense, Derwin James, just a beauty. They know how to get after it on the line. So, yeah, I, I like the Chargers to keep it close. Not to win, not to win, but to keep it close. Yeah, I think that six and a half is such an odd number, especially – at this point, I've just decided I'm not going to bet Chiefs spreads until they prove going to score predict this game. 30 to 24 Chiefs. We barely cover and it barely goes under. I'm taking the over. Well, I don't know. You do what you want to do. I kind of think that's a sharp play, though, by you. Like, I think 54 points is a sharp, is a sharp number. Chiefs over under for team points is 31 and a half. So if they got to 30, Vegas is probably like Vegas is probably going to like that because. Can I not decide the exact score of the game? Is that not an available bet? It's not looking like it. 30 to 24. Like I honestly just had like a little gambling angel come speak to me, told me 30 to 24 Chiefs. Man, Mahomes is minus one fourteen to throw over two and a half touchdowns on Sunday. That seems like a lock. Yeah, I love the Chiefs to take the first time out of the game. I don't. Not at home. Not at home. Ooh, minus one twenty. Yeah, I do. I love it. I hate that pick. I'm gonna take the over fifty five and a half. If I lose, yeah, it is what it is. Can you throw um, that in there for me, Chiefs, to take? This is an official pick. Chiefs to take first time, first time out. At minus 120. <laughs> All right. That is an interesting pick, but we will go with it nonetheless. Sunday night football. We You said you don't love talking about the Packers. Well, too bad. They are three-point underdogs at San Francisco, over under 47 and a half. This is the third straight year that we've had a primetime 
Packers at Niners game because of the weird NFL scheduling and how they always format things. Um, I think that it, I think this year it's because the NFC North plays the NFC West completely in the crossover and they wanted to get Shanahan against Rodgers. They get it Sunday night football plus three, the over under is 47 and a half. Um, You've already said you think Aaron Rodgers never left that he came back and figured things out in week two. I completely agree. The total has gone over in five of the last six Green Bay games. The only loss for that was the New Orleans season opener. You've already told me to erase that one from my brain. I already have. And so because of that, and because San Francisco is one in six against the spread, the last seven games that they've played as a favorite, and the fact that I don't necessarily think the Eagles are that good, I think that they're a fun, interesting team. I don't know if they're a good team. I think that the Lions are just a bad team. And the fact that the Niners beat both of those doesn't really impress me that much. I'm going to outright take Packers money line. Me too. Me too. Favorite bet of the week. All right. So you're on that with me. No hesitation. Give me the Packers. Give me Rodgers. Discount. Check these, boy. What are we getting that at? Also, I will – that goes without saying, but I will also be taking Packers plus three. Yeah, just like a heavy, heavy play on Packers money line. Oh. Um, plus 140 right now. Plus 140. All right. Plus. I'd say it goes down to plus one, at least 120 by its kickoff. Um. Yeah, I don't – I'm not in full belief on this Niners team so far. Me neither. Me neither. They've played the Lions and the Eagles, two teams I'm not, like, raving about right now. So, this is this is a big game for them. All right. So, those are our NFL games. Uh, Cowboys, Eagles. Oh, let me hand out another pick for that game. Devontae Adams has not scored yet. Aaron Jones put up a little four-piece nugget. Listen – Devontae Adams' to score, I'm going to find it real quick, is a lock. So, whatever that is, you had them. You had him last week to score two touchdowns. No, I had him last week to score a touchdown. No. No, you didn't. You had him to score two. You said oh, two. No, but I actually had him in, like, a little same-game parlay, and I just needed him to score one. Didn't happen. Have you found the odds? No, they don't have them posted yet. Okay. Well, keep your eyes out. That's a bet that Trevor will certainly be taking. You know, you can place those on the, on the Action Network, too. Like, you can nope. see. Okay. So, make sure you add those to, add that to your card. I'm taking Packers plus three. I'm taking Packers money line plus 140. You are also on that. You're also on Devontae Adams to score a touchdown. Um, and it's a lock, all caps. Eagles-Cowboys is Monday night football, and I'm sure we will both be giving out picks for that on Monday night in our app. So stay tuned for that. With that, let's head to lines we love. It was a brutal week for both of us last week. I think I think I went two and four on lines we love when you factor in the, the loss on Gabe's guarantee. Um, but would you like to kick it off, or do you want me to? No, let me take care of this one. Okay. We get plus 105 Vikings money line home opener against the Seattle Seacocks. Listen, we've played in Seattle, game like the last eight years. 
This is the first time that they're going to be in Minnesota in so, so long. Russell Wilson, he's never played at U.S. Bank. Give me plus 105 Vikings money line. We should have won the first game. We should have won the second game. We're going to win this game. We never beat the Seahawks, but this week, this this year we do. I think this is a kitchen sink game. Yeah. Like you gotta you gotta do whatever you can to win this game if you're the, the Vikings. I know. Alvin has a sprained ankle and Zimmer already said, son, you're playing. Is that the case? Yeah. Did you see? Oh, um, so Schefter just reported that Lamar Jackson missed today's practice with an illness. Noted anti-vaxxer, Lamar Jackson. So might no, be no, his no. He, not an illness. It was, he hurt his hip. He hurt his hip, but Lamar. But at, Schefter just tweeted that he heard his that he was sick. Oh no! So all those Ravens teasers against the Lions this week might be getting blown up by a Lamar sickness or his hip or both. God, it's tough. So keep your eye on that. Um, reminder: we do record these on Thursday mornings, so just think about that. My first line that I love is West Virginia plus 17 against the Oklahoma Sooners. Saturday night, it is ABC primetime, largely because the slate sucks, but Herbie and Fowler will be in Norman. Plus 17, Trevor, a week after. I know, a week after they only beat Nebraska. Like, a week, they didn't play Nebraska as well as they should have. I know, but, dude, honestly, like, I doubt they're going to look like that two weeks in a row. West Virginia. I had them last week, Gabe. I know. Real deal. They're or, a good team. They're a good team. Or was Vatek just overrated? Both could be true. Those yeah. are not those are not mutually exclusive things. Yeah. So I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if Oklahoma just came out and bought out. But I, I'm not gonna touch that game. Well, and I got this from from ESPN's Chris Felica, the Bear. Great, great note here. Um, over the past decade, Oklahoma is 57 and eight when favored by more than 15 points. And I'm not like predicting that they lose outright, but 17 seems like a huge number. And the eight losses that Oklahoma has had in this scenario against teams when they're favored by more than 15 against FBS teams, that is the most of any FBS team in the country. So where's the game being played? Norman. At home. Oh, yeah, no, dude. I I was gonna say if it's at West Virginia, maybe we're looking at an upset watch, but no, I doubt it. But OU has been upset at home in recent years, even despite that. Listen, I don't make the rules. Okay. Give me your second pick. You're an N- you're loving you're loving on the NFC North this week. Yeah, I am, and I hate it. Bears plus seven in Cleveland. Justin Fields starting for the first time. I don't know. To me, it just seems kind of like a trap game. I think the Bears are going to keep this one close, even maybe win this game. I don't know. I'm coming up with something very, very interesting right here. Give me just a second. I think Justin Fields, and they played a little bit last week. I think he might come and ball out, but, you know, that, that Browns' offense, yeah. We'll see how good the defense can play, see if Baker can move the ball. 
I was going to see what the odds were on uh, an all NFC North parlay this week. Uh, the problem is the Lions are playing the Ravens. And the Lions line has now disappeared because of Lamar Jackson news. Ah, it was plus eight. It was plus eight at the time. Um, Seahawks Vikings also disappeared for some reason at the moment. So interesting note. Uh, I I do like the idea of Justin Fields looking more comfortable this week, getting his feet underneath him. Maybe the Browns don't necessarily look as good. No Jarvis Landry with that MCL issue. Yeah, Odell plays. Um, yeah, Odell's probably not playing. And if that's the case, their best receiver is – Shard Hagen. Got a nice defense, so they do have a good defense, but it could be a low-scoring one, and in in that case, you want the team that you're getting a touchdown on. Yeah. Considering how hard it was for the Browns to cover, uh, or they didn't even cover how how hard it was for them to match up with uh, Houston last week. Very interesting game there. I'm gonna do are what. You, are, are you Mills Mafia tonight? I don't know, man. Kind of looked. He was moving the ball last week. Have you seen the Davis Mills neck picture? Yes. Wildly, wild, wild neck. (laughs) (laughs) You know how many times in high school, like he, like that's a big old neck right there, (laughs) off the back of that thing. You can't miss. (laughs) No, you can't miss. Uh, My second line that I love is one that. Does this scare you? Nebraska plus five at no. Michigan State. No, I, I'd be taking Michigan State right here. I'm taking this one. Nebraska three and one against the spread so far this year. Um, really dumb loss to Illinois in, in week zero, but they bounced back. Big win against Fordham. We saw that one coming. Did you say big win against Fordham? <laughs> no, big win. They won by 49. Okay. I, but not a, they're not putting that one up in the rafters. No, exactly. They beat Buffalo uh, pretty handily. They could have could have beat Oklahoma last week if they didn't have two field goals missed and a blocked extra point. Yeah, I also think part of it was like Oklahoma probably just fucking around too much, you know. Potentially. But at the same time, Michigan State in their last 13 games as a home favorite is one in 12 against the spread. And they've lost outright four times. I wouldn't be surprised if Nebraska won this game. Michigan state looks real good last week against Miami, who I think was overrated. Anyway, they're overrated every year coming into the year. Correct. Come out and they do this shit every year. And, you know, it's just a repeating cycle that never ends. Um, no, Sparta looked good. Defense looked good. Uh, yeah, give me – I'm not going to – yeah, we should put a taco bet on this one. I'll take I'll take Sparta minus five. All right, taco bet it is. Uh, Trevor's taking Michigan State minus five. Here's the thing. Dude, you excited for the NHL to be back? I am. A couple weeks away. A couple weeks away. We're going to have to get on that NHL TV. Um, here's the thing, though, about Miami kind of being overrated. That gives me a lot of hope. Like watching Miami lose to Michigan State on Saturday at the 9 a.m. kick, as I was preparing to watch Florida Bama, made me think like, hey, Bama beat an overrated Miami team really bad. Might not actually mean that much. And turned out it probably didn't. So 
See, I don't think you can. You could have called Miami overrated though after week one. I think you could have. They were. They're losing to Bama no matter what. Like, but not losing like that to Bama. I mean, yeah, dude. I think De'Ara King just sucks now. Ever since he left Houston, like, he's left Earth. Yeah, he's been really bad. All right, Taco Bet. I've got Nebraska plus five. You have Michigan State minus five. Your third pick. Dude, my third pick I actually hate. Not one of my favorites, but sometimes you got to go against the grain. Uh, UNLV plus 30 and a half. I think they're playing at Fresno State, but it could be at home. So it's either in Vegas or at Fresno. Listen, 30 and a half just seems like a lot. And I don't see Fresno State going out and cooking a team by 31 points. I think UNLV will hopefully be able to move the ball a little bit. We just need a couple scores from UNLV. And at Fresno State. At Fresno State. Yeah, if we can get at least two touchdowns, I guarantee you, guarantee this will not lose. Jake Hayner is dealing with a hip injury. Don't care. No, no, no. That's Fresno State's quarterback. All right, good. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's helpful for you. Did he do a Lamar flip into the end zone? <laughs> no, he got absolutely lit up on the on the on the touchdown that gave them the lead. And then UCLA came back, scored a touchdown, and then he came back out hurt and let a touchdown drive to win the game. So heroic performance there. We'll see how good he looks this week. Uh, UNLV plus 30 and a half. You've got some guts there. Like people who took UConn last week at plus 34 and a half. That how was many weeks until Oregon loses a game, do you think? How many weeks? Yeah. They're not losing until at least the UCLA game, which is October 23rd. You think Stanford has no chance at upset? Maybe, but it's at, it's at, it's at Oregon. That's Stanford. It is? Yeah. So is the UCLA game. UCLA is at home. I can't see anything else though, on this schedule that, I mean, you know, maybe Oregon State give, gives them a game. Maybe. I'm not really worried about it. Uh, all right. My third pick, Kent State plus 14 and a half against Maryland. Love this. You're getting inside of or just outside of a football number. So you could lose by two touchdowns and cover. Guess what? Kent State really battled with Texas A&M, looked good in week one. Um, they have battled with Iowa. So two top 10 teams that they've played against and competed against and not looked like they did not belong on the same football field. They are one of the best offenses in the country. And Maybe that has gone awry in terms of statistically because they've played two of the best defensive teams in the country in AM and Iowa. Maryland, newsflash, not one of the best defensive teams in the country. No. Uh, they will give up some points. That's there's a reason that the over-under for this game is 70. I I can't see any way that this game is not a one-score game with five minutes to play in the game. And if it's a one-score game with five minutes to play, and even if Maryland's winning an extra touchdown just gets them to a 14 point lead. It doesn't get them outside of the number. So Kent State plus 14 half. I love this play. I love that too. I love that too. I'll actually ride that one with you. And Maryland plays Iowa next week. So it's a look ahead. It's a look ahead game as well. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, I'm going Louisville minus two here at Florida state. Um, the UCF game scared you. <laughs> what do you mean? No, 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 no. 
I was big on Florida State. I think I've bet them every week. But last week against Wake Forest, that's when I knew, get this team out of here. Louisville minus two. Louisville minus two at Florida State. Florida State might not win a game this year. Might not. Give me Louisville minus two. Their quarterback's a savage. They break my heart last year. I join them this year. Um, You said last week groceries on FSU. Yeah, and we haven't got groceries. <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> yeah, like, no lie. No groceries. <laughs> no groceries in uh, in Trevor's apartment for this week. Uh, all right, my next pick. Pains me to do this, but I love this spot. Missouri minus one and a half against Boston College. Backup quarterback for the Eagles. Uh, Connor Bazelak has had a great year so far, and this is one of those rare situations. You know what? You tell me Mizzou is 0-6 in the, against the spread in their last six games, and I tell you that's a team that's due to cover. That's due true. To cover. That is true. That is true. And I'm getting an SEC school against an ACC school, and you know what my thoughts on the ACC are. I think that conference sucks this year, and yeah. I love I love Mizzou in this spot. I love Mizzou in this spot. All right. love that. I'm going Liberty minus six. Uh, who are they playing? Syracuse, Friday night. You got two Friday. Oh, this is this sets up poorly for you. Last week, I was confident about two Friday night plays, and you've got UNLV and Liberty on Friday night. UNLV plays on Friday night, too? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Looks like we're going to have a packed night tomorrow. Yeah, Liberty minus six. Minus six, Syracuse, bad team. God, Syracuse, they cost me week one, man. They cost me. I got them back in week two because I bet on Rutgers against them. So I've been good on Syracuse games this year. Liberty minus six. You're big Malik Willis guy. Don't know who that is, but yes. He's the quarterback of Liberty and he's a top five uh, quarterback for this NFL draft. Hi, Malik. So there you go. Um, I think this is a pick that you can support. Viking Seahawks over 55 and a half. Like, just admit it, your defense isn't that good. Our secondary is terrible. We can stop that run game, but. This is basically me hedging in large part. This is me hedging because I'm playing against someone that has Russell Wilson and Tyler Lockett in fantasy this week. So if I'm going to get killed in that regard, I would like to, to hit the over in the gambling regard. And I also think it's safe to say DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett will each have at least 110 receiving yards. And I think Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen could both have a hundred plus receiving yards because Seattle's secondary sucks as well. Dude, yeah. Dalvin will probably have another real good game. I love the over in this Vikings. AJ Seahawks is a savage. Viking Seahawks over 55 and a half is AJ Osborne. Best thing to come out of a, uh, you <laughs> debatable <laughs> <laughs> yeah Greg uh, you could probably throw in there all right Leafs lock two Leafs and two on the year foreshadowed this one earlier I think Washington State plus 15 at Utah probably yes at Utah Utah is not winning by more than two touchdowns after what I saw last week and the week before this offense is terrible. The backup is now playing. Um, he's tried to get it done. 
you cannot lose to SDSU. San Diego State, you just can't do that if you're Utah, um, especially coming off of loss to BYU. So, yeah, their offense is terrible. I, I don't think they're capable of winning more, by more than two touchdowns. So, give me Washington State. This is also a um, – This pick, I will say, might just, like, be me being mad at Utah. <laughs> Like, that could be it, but yeah, heavy on Washington State. <laughs> I like that it's big of you to admit that. It's yeah. very big of you to be able to say, I might just hate Utah. Leafs lock is this week is being remained to the fuck Utah pick. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Gabe's guarantee for this week I'm going SMU TCU over 65 and a half points. Um, TCU can score. SMU can't stop anybody. SMU, TCU's defense is decent, but SMU is just going to sling the thing. And this number feels like it should be closer to 70 than it should be to 65. And 65 and a half, somebody's scoring 40 points in this game. And the other team is scoring 30, and that gets us 70 points. So Tanner Mordecai, you love this SMU team. You love the fact that they had the tip touchdown for a a win last week for that SMU team total over that you're holding the ticket for three, maybe three wins in the first three, three weeks. Um, Mordecai has 16 passing touchdowns. He has been unreal. Um, I think that this is a a huge over game and you know how I feel about the ponies. So big time SMU game, big time offense ponies for uh, Max Dugan. Over 65 and a half SMU TCU is Gabe's guarantee. That is two and two on the year coming off a loss, but we, you know, we gotta, gotta get back on the saddle and win this one. Um, are looking real good. What? Most of my futures are looking real nice. Yes. My futures are looking good. Oklahoma to win the big 12, Nevada, Oregon to win Pac-12 North dub Arizona under two and a half wins. Like wrap that thing up. That's over. Uh, <laughs> Didn't they lose I- to NAU? Yeah, they lost any <laughs> They're 0-3. They're 0-3. Dude, I was going to bet NAU too, but I was like, ah, oh, no, I don't got the balls. <laughs> it was plus 600. I know. It was like, oh, I wanted to do it so bad. Uh, Kansas has already pushed on their over one win. Alabama, we just need one loss. I'm thinking next week. Oh, extra pick right now. T leaves extra. Love them Jayhawks pick of the week. Jayhawks plus 16. Sprinkling on sprinkling on the money line we might get it done this week all right i'll put that down kansas plus 16 kansas we'll say half unit play no No. (laughs) i don't do that (laughs) kansas sprinkle money line um all right my other plays baylor plus seven against iowa state i think that one's gonna be close shout out dave aranda baylor money line plus 220 in that game. North Carolina minus 12 and a half. Georgia Tech sucks. Yeah, terrible. Lost to Northern Illinois. Competed against Clemson, but I think Clemson sucks too. Uh, minus 12 and a half. It's going to be hard for Georgia Tech to keep up with the amount of points that Sam Howell's going to put up. Oregon State plus 11 against USC, who doesn't get Jackson Dart back because I think Jackson Dart's out with a knee injury. If USC's going back to Slovis, eh, hasn't looked that great so far. I like Jonathan Smith and the Beavers to keep it close. And then 
LSU, Mississippi State over 56 and a half points. That's two offenses that are going to throw the ball a ton. Wake Forest, Virginia over 68 and a half. Neither of those two teams can stop anybody. And then Bama minus 10 and a half first quarter against Southern Mississippi. They're going to score two touchdowns. Mississippi's not going to score at all. I love that. I love that. Okay, I'm going to head up three more picks too. Big boxing match this week, weekend. Um, let's see. AJ versus Usyk. I'm going to take the over of 10 and a half rounds. That's plus 110. How do you spell Usyk? U-S-Y-C. No, U-S-Y-K. Okay. Over how many rounds? 10 and a half plus 110. Okay. We're also going to go fight to go the distance plus 130. Okay. And then we're going to go Anthony Joshua to win by decision plus 300. And I'm going to put four units on that. Okay. So that's worth three picks. Four unit play. That's worth four, four, four picks. A win is worth 12. There you go. Trevor's other plays, Kansas plus 16, Kansas sprinkle money line, over 10 and a half rounds in AJ U6. Fight to go the distance, plus 130. Anthony Joshua, win by decision, plus 300. That brings us to the parlay of the week. Support the troops, Daily Generate, and then we will be on our merry way into, I'm going to call it, it's going to be a lucky birthday weekend. Like, Miller's just a bad better. Yeah, but he also got, like, bacteria in his throat and was down and out his whole week. Oh, that's tough. That's just unlucky. <laughs> that's, that's a tough scene. Um, all right, my my college – I mentioned this. I'm going two parlays this week. We are – Gabe's parlay of the week is one and two, minus .84 units on the season. The college football parlay, this one's safe. This one's getting us some money back. Texas, safe. <laughs> Texas money line, BYU money line, Oregon money line. North Carolina money line, Army money line, Boise State money line, plus 170. All of those teams are favored by at least a touchdown. You've got to be the biggest Army better I know. Me? Yeah. I, I've bet on their games every single week this year. I know. <laughs> I mean, not necessarily for or against them each week. Like, I was on Western Kentucky when Western Kentucky scored. Last week, they they deserved to cover. Just a really bad beat for Connecticut to come back and cover that game. Um, <laughs> yeah. That 16 parlay is plus 170. My NFL parlay is a four-teamer. Bills money line, Broncos money line, Packers money line, which is going to get the odds boosted up there because it's plus money. And then Cowboys money line at plus 440 odds. Those two are my two parlays of the week. Uh, there you go. I like that. I like that NFL one. I do. All right. Mine, let's see here. Wisconsin money line. We already talked about this against the Fighting Irish. Love that. NC State plus 10 versus Clemson. I think it's a home game. It is a home game. Love the Wolfpack to go out there and listen. Dude, Clemson looked real bad last year or last week. Terrible. Uh, we're going of, note, Iowa of note, NC State is 5-5 five and five against the spread in their 10 matchups against the top 10 team under Dave Doran. So it's basically a coin flip for you. Okay, love that. Iowa State money line. Who are they playing? Baylor, I think. Yeah, I'm, I can't support that. I've got Baylor money line. Taco <laughs> Bet? 
Go Iowa State. Taco Bet. Taco Bet. Yeah, Iowa Taco Bet the shit out of that. Okay, Iowa State money line. Arizona State money line. We're playing Colorado. Bums. Boise State money line. I know you like that. Liberty money line. And Liberty minus six. Cowboys money line plus 1024, 1738. Fetty Wap. I will say this. If we get to if we get to Monday night and both of these parlays are still riding, we could both hedge on the Eagles. No, I'm not scared. <laughs> oh my goodness! At plus ten twenty four, if yours is still riding at that point, it'll be an interesting setup. Um, all right, looking for some wins. Looking for some wins there. Support the troops. I'm two and one in these bets. You're one and two. I've already said Army Moneyline in my parlay of the week. I'm avoiding them. At, they are actually minus eight. Excuse me. I, I have a play here that I really love. Okay. So let me read the lines off. For, the, for each of the three service academies, Army is an eight-point favorite against Miami of Ohio. The over-under is 52. Navy is a 20-point underdog at Houston. The over-under is 49. Air Force is a four-and-a-half-point favorite against Florida Atlantic with the over-under at 51. And I will say, last week, you had the under in Utah State Air Force, 51-and-a-half. That game had 94 points scored in it. (laughs) That's a tough one. You did not need to bring that up. I'm showing you what I got real quick. I got to change my background to it, though. <laughs> <laughs> Owls money line. Give me FAU money line. I'm going Air Force minus four and a half. So is this another taco bet? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All right. Taco bet it is on the service academy. Support the troops. Uh, I'm two and one of those bets. Air I'm Force two- is a bunch of bums. <laughs> I wouldn't say that about them. Uh, Daily degenerate time to close this thing out. New Mexico plus one and a half at UTEP. The over-under is 53 and a half. Uh, We're both one and two in these games. We're just kind of tossing tossing things against the wall, hoping they stick. I'm going to go. I'm guaranteeing a lock here. I'm guaranteeing. I go to two and two after this. I love my pick here. What is it? UTEP minus one and a half. I've fallen off the New Mexico train. I was on it for one night, regretted it ever since. UTEP minus one and a half. This is such a lock. This is such a lock. Guaranteed. That's the wrong school. You bet on New Mexico State, who sucks. New Mexico is a decent team. Okay, give me New Mexico then, plus one and a half. Okay, squad ride on New Mexico, plus one and a half. I always get New Mexico and New Mexico State confused. Let's go New Mexico money line, actually. Sure. New Mexico money line for both of us. Um, all right. That is that is episode five of season four. Go Owls. <laughs> I'm rooting for the Falcons. Falcons versus Owls. Big time matchup. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you meant the NFL Falcons for a second. I was like, no. No, 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 no. Um, hit them with the PSA and then let's roll out of here. All right, if you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-522-4700. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. 
they might hand you some winners or you can just listen to the last 50 minutes of this show. All right. Thank you for listening. We'll see you guys next week. Hoping some birthday luck is going our way. Thank you.